2021 time is 2200 hours and 27 minutes happy father's day to all the fathers <laughs> i just heard some noise outside i swear um anyways but yeah it has been the uh best father's day for me shit ever um Damn, my first Father's Day was June of 2002. Yeah, it's been, damn, 19 years, man. It should be flying. Um, I guess I'll start. Yeah, today was, uh, it, it started out rocky. I, uh. I did, I did, I did a lot of crying this morning. I was still, you know, feeling low, feeling like shit from yesterday. And I really wanted to just uh, kind of to be a recluse and just Be in my room. I mean, be in my room and cry the way, uh, cry the day away until it's time to go hang out with the kids. Um, almost thought about taking a, a uh, taking some meds and sleeping the day away, but I was like, nah, nah. Um, I I have been thinking about cutting my locks for a little while now. And someone was like, you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. But I was like, if I'm going to take things to the next level, I've got to tap into the staff sergeant version of myself. When I locked in with my crew my section and we were in the motor pool on Saturdays just just training just training just training uh cuz that was that was you know after I had got decertified all that shit and I was like I got to come back 10 times better I'm smoking from Viet Bong I need to get some, uh, I need to get some more cones. And for me to tap in, I, I needed to go all the way. Um, shit, fuck that. Right back to basic training. Right, cut all your fucking hair off. And then too, a lot of it, oh, a part of it was I had always been self-conscious about the grooves in my head. So I was all like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta love myself. Fuck what everybody else think. Shit, mostly part was just me. Usually that's a lot of times, a lot of the issues we have with our own bodies are just us.
I was gonna uh leave be artsy and leave like two or three locks in the back. But I was like, nah. I gotta go all the way. It wasn't like one of those fully emotional experiences. I was like, clip, clip, snip, snip. Like, get this shit off. Like, sorry, get this shit off of me. <laughs> I remember it. Uh... <coughs> Damn. I'm trying to make it through without coughing. Damn bone, man. I remember, what was that, um... What was a good hair? What was that movie with Sanaa Lathan where she cut up all her hair? It was like such an emotional... I mean, it kind of, you know, it a little bit was, you know, if you want to add the crying in there earlier, but I wasn't making it all like a thing when I was cutting, you know, uh, my locks off. I just took some scissors, snip, 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 and then had my clippers and just bam, shade that motherfucking ball. Uh, it was good to see my scalp again. It was it was good. Um, just, you know, brings out the tats and the nose ring a little bit more. But yeah, I felt free. I felt free afterwards. And you know, hey, you just know it's time. It was a good... Um, started my lock journey. <laughs> I started my lock journey. Um... What was it? Yeah, 2020? Yeah, January 2020. Right all through the pandemic. Um, I just saw, like, I had, I was stressed. I didn't realize how stressed I was because it's all like, you know, but the locks tell. I had some thin, like, real thin locks, and yeah, it was just like stress. So. But yeah, I need to watch out. Watch out. I am yeah. It's time to skyrocket. Um I haven't got any news of the painting selling, so I gotta take my ass out of here tomorrow and do some deliveries. <laughs> it's just funny, right? Just be this art game, like it's all like you got the ones that have a you know regular job or you know have to work and then you got the ones that just do art full time and you know, they let it be known and I'm like don't fucking matter just make art just make fucking art don't matter don't matter if you have a job don't mean if you don't have a job you could be fully dependent on art just make art don't let these other artists intimidate you just keep making art Um, but yeah, I, uh, as y'all saw, I uploaded a bunch of content, so enjoy. Them recordings were supposed to be for a book, but I was like, it's too much stress trying to get through this book shit. Like, hopefully it just come around where it just like, if it's, if it's meant for me to put the motherfucker out, 
then it'll happen. But, you know, in the meantime, I'll just tell fucking war stories and shit. Uh, but, yeah. Upload the content, chill, um, play some Madden. Oh, man, I can't wait to be a Madden king. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, and then I watched... Who's playing? Suns and the Clippers, some of that game. Suns won? Yeah, they pulled it out game one. Man, the uh, the NBA, they need to move the Clippers to Vegas and the Pelicans up to Seattle. Like, basketball is not working down in New Orleans. Uh, Zion is not help- happy. Like, how do you go through... One, how do you go through two teams? I mean, two... Um, yeah, two basketball teams and couldn't hold on to two lottery picks like Anthony Davis and Zion. It's just, yeah, nah, just ship ship Zion to New York. Get the Pelicans up out of there. They just need to, yeah, football. Yeah, just focus on football. That's it. They only need one sport. Like, it's so much fun to do that. Yeah, they just need one sport to focus on. Hawks pulled it off tonight. Trey Young, Trey the Bars, Trigger Trey. So I'm talking about Hawks. That's what I am talking about. I, I I am I'm rooting for. I mean, they came from. I mean, they came from St. Louis. Yeah. So. Um, they need to get another. I don't know how they're gonna be able to handle um. Milwaukee. It's gonna be interesting. Gonna be interesting. Uh, how that plays out. Uh, let me see what else. Um, then I took a painting over to Lady Friend, and that was cool. It was cool. We had a good talk. Just about life and just you know, like I said in my article, affirmations of a cheat code. Like how much, how much those kind of take people a long way. Uh, whatever affirmations you need, like if you need an app for it, if you need a, to write it on a mirror, if you need to write it on a whiteboard, if you need to paint it on your wall, like I am enough. Uh, I am not defined by the things I have, by my accomplishments, like that shit. Like as I've learned, like none of that shit matters except like my degree only mattered in academia or, you know, if I would have stuck it out with social work. I'm so glad I didn't go back to school for a PhD program. Um, I got two degrees is more than enough. Shit. Really didn't even have to get them. Just did it because I want to, you know. Hey, a couple of times going to Iraq. But, like, the Army shit, like, it really don't matter out here. It's cool. I can I can tap into it for my art. But don't nobody give a fuck. Um, don't nobody give a fuck that I went to war until I, like, spaz out. So, uh, yeah. And just, yeah, second, like. Even as fucked up as last night, well, I'm so glad I got the mimosas out, but it was needed because it's all like, all right, need to cut these locks off, need to fucking just change this mindset. It's mamba time, baby. It's mamba time. It is mamba fucking time. Uh, so yeah, then I hung out with um my kids and yeah, the fam. We watched uh. We watched 
Mrs. Doubtfire, and man, watching Mrs. Doubtfire as an adult after being divorced myself, it just hit different. Uh, one thing I noticed, there was only three black people in Mrs. Doubtfire the whole movie, and they were all extras. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> it was like the cameraman, and then towards the end, two black people walking down the street. Black man and a black woman. It's like, damn, race got you that point where you can like count how many black folks in place. But no, nah, it was good. My son cooked. It's a great cook. Um, but overall, and then, yeah, uh, they got me paint, some little canvases. It's great, great, great Father's Day. Great Father's Day. Um, trying to think of anything else. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I see I got to be another possible fan. Oh shit. Um, yeah. Hey, it's all, it's all part of the, all part of the art life. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I definitely, one thing I have learned, um, don't, uh, yeah, especially art. Don't, don't believe it until you, you know, you get the until you get paid, uh, till the work actually happens. And when it comes to somebody that you want to smash like don't count it till it actually happens like so yeah um trying to think anything else i really don't have a lot to talk about uh i guess i could tell a quick story trying to think where do i want to go where do i want let me yeah i will talk about um i told this story I feel like I told. I feel like I told them. Yeah, in the in the previous episode. So, so time to switch it up. Time to switch it up. Time to switch it up. Oh shit! There we go. Um, I'll talk about. There we go. There we go. There we go. I'll talk about the three times I got cutty while I was in Iraq. Um, well, they're two separate trips, but. First time, first time, first time. Well, I wasn't in Iraq the first time. I Damn, I went along. How did I survive over there without fucking that much? Barely, yeah. Because my first tour, I left August of 2007. Yeah, August 2007. I didn't have sex until October of that year. So I had got a four-day pass to Qatar. Um, right before the end, I got pen specialist. Uh, so that was dope. Damn, I went over there right the first time as a private. Yeah, but yeah, pen specialist over there. And then, uh, yeah, I got the four-day pass uh, uh, Qatar, so went on that. And it was a cool little four-day pass. Um, just, you know, getting away from Iraq, you know, just kind of 
a decompression uh to see in guitar definitely beautiful country and how do you say guitar cutter oh well but yeah i'll never forget i had a serious bout of like it was it was depression and i was like why the fuck am i depressed over here and it was all like i had been with my brothers for so long you know at point and just being away from them you know i was all like because you you know you know get away from them and you're like you're worried about them you know um yeah but uh i'm trying to think yeah i end up how did i end up coming across that white girl but there was this white chick and i don't know how we got to start talking but i kind of got the the spidey senses were tingling that she you know she wanted she wanted to fuck but there was another soldier another dude soldier and i was like oh man that was like you know how niggas like not niggas I, think was, I forgot what color i don't know i can't remember you know how dudes like always so funny the thing we do we'll do like if we're both interested in a woman and we're in the same space like the dudes will wait each other out like see who leaves first so we can, you know, go in for the kill. I was, <laughs> I was all like, usually I would just chit dip. I'm like, I'm not finna play this game of chicken with you, bro. But uh, that night I was like, oh shit, fuck that. Um, but I don't know how, like, man, I wish I would have documented more of that shit. But yeah, I was all like, hey, yo, you uh, you want to go up? You want to fuck? And she was like, yeah. Um, and I was like, damn, where we gonna go? Couldn't go back to the tents they had us in. So we ended up going to a bunker <laughs> and I fucked in a bunker and guitar. Uh, it was interesting because, damn, it was interesting how we did all that. How did I have a, where did I find a condom? Did I find, oh man, I hope I had a condom. I'm pretty sure I did. How did I find a condom though? How did I have a condom? Like, it's just funny too, cause I ended up like before going, cause you needed civilian clothes. Um, I knew I was going, so I ended up ordering. Man, I ended up ordering some clothes from Dr. J's. It took like two weeks to get there. Back in Iraq, it's like I remember how I got my clothes. I don't know how I remember how I got that condom, but anyways. Yep, had a one night stand and a bunker of guitar. All right, moving forward, fast forward. My second tour. Um, yeah, okay, all right, never mind, go back. Because, all right, I had sex in October 2008, no, seven, and then didn't have sex again until I went home on leave in February of 2008. And yeah, with my baby mama, we had a brief reconciliation. I also fucked the stripper that on doing that R&R. And then I came back to Iraq, yeah, February 2007. No, February 2000, these dates, man, 2008. And did not have sex again until I got back from Iraq in October of 2008. Not eight months. I was like, damn. Uh, so second tour. Nope, back to first tour. Because we were just like, I ain't have enough rank. Uh, my smoke, he had the, you know, he had the Humvee, so he would go see lady friends, yeah, and I didn't have enough fall time. And so, um, 
<laughs> Second tour, I was like, before I went, I was like, if I get enough five time, enough, yeah, if I'm on a big five and I got enough downtime, then I am making something happen. And I almost got some, let me see, let me see, I got two, I racked the first time and I mean the second time, ah, numbers. Let me see, 2000, was it 10? Yeah, it had to be 10. Yeah, I got there March 2010. I got back in March 2011, but I first, I was at Gary Owen. Uh, and that was a very a smaller five, but they had women on the five. So, yeah, it was a very small, much smaller five. And... I'm trying to think if I had met this uh, sergeant. Was she a staff sergeant? Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, because I was, I'm at bees. I was a staff sergeant. So, uh, that always helps. But, uh, we had been talking. And she was like, yeah, hey, I'm up in the NBR. You know, you can meet me up here. Um, and I did. And was it that night? I don't know. I can't remember. Either way, I was like, hey, yo, let's try to, you know, I don't know where we were. But we couldn't go back. Once again, we were all staying in tents. So if we were at a private shoe, we could go back to hers and, or mine if I had one. It's like, fuck. So we tried. I couldn't go to. Oh, I was like, oh, I was like, fuck, I can go to my truck, my uh, MRAP. Motherfucker, I tried to go over there and there is a whole damn um, platoon over there in the area finna go out on the night mission. I'm like, fuck, can't sneak in there. So tried to sneak into a hum or my because uh, we were using MRAPs and Humvees. So I was like, let me try to go to my Humvee, and they were just it just it did not happen. It did not happen. I was like, fuck. Once again, did I have a condom? Oh, uh, but um, damn, mosquito got my calf. So yeah, um, so yeah, end up leaving Gary Owen, moving up to Five Adder or Toledo for the Air Force folks. Um, and I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. Uh, uh, the platoon I was in, we weren't going. It was like more of a chill. Um, it was more of a chill deployment. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. And then my partner, he had him as his little, you know, they, hey, niggas was moving. And so uh, I remember, uh, of course, they had hip hop night uh, at the MWR or whatever. Yeah. And so... I went down there uh, with my partners and I was, I had to go out to my Humvee for something and I ended up uh, walking past this attractive black Air Force chick and, oh, woman, there we go. Let me get the terms correct. And she thought I was somebody else, but I was like, oh shit, I, I saw that as an opportunity. Uh, so we chopped it up, blah, 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 and um, it turned into, yeah, yeah, uh, and it turned into, say, like, oh, man, that was a fun little two-week, because her, her, she had a, she had a boyfriend that was a contractor, a civilian contractor, and he was on leave, so I was like, shit, two weeks, two-week opening, and um, we had a very brief sexual flame. Uh, she had her own, uh, she had her own shoe with a, 
And that's like a little trailer that they make in the rooms and shit like that. Had her own shower. Like, damn, these Air Force motherfuckers. Take care of them. Because, yeah, for us, our yeah, we had to go to shower trailers. So you had to take your, uh, your soap, your uh, shower shoot, all that shit. Walk it over there. And hope nobody raped your ass. Or hope you didn't get electrocuted while you was in that motherfucker. But anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, before I get to the sex, I remember I overslept at her place. And we had a mission. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to miss movement. And luckily, I had my partner drive me up there. I was like, oh, shit. Um, but yeah, we end up fucking. That was, a, that was a nice little, that was a nice little fling. I wonder what she's doing with her life. Man, I hope she finds me on Facebook. Because <laughs> that was fun. Um, and she put me on the anal. Like, I had tried anal before. Uh, it was like unsuccessful, but she took me through the rope. She, she ended up using, uh, Vaseline for Lou. Was it, was it Vaseline? Couldn't be Vaseline. Was it? I don't know. Because once again, where was the fucking condom? Oh, that's going to be the theme of this damn story. Like, where, the, where was the fucking condom? <laughs> but that was that was a fun little... Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Damn, it's fucking her in the ass. Shit, I'm just... Fucking any woman in the ass. Anal is... Hey, anal is fire. I know that's probably not the right word to use it, but that shit there yeah, is fire. Um, and yeah, so of course that ended it when her boyfriend came back. And then uh, the combat, the combat stress uh, soldier, she. Uh, <laughs> how did I end up pulling that one? I know my uh, my roommate, my partner. He he was he was checking for. But somehow I was able to. Oh man, that was kind of a. I think I remember how that happened. Basically, some liquor was involved. Um, had her and her battle buddy over there. I wonder if my partner came with us, but I had some drinks, and so I was like, "Hey, you got one drink? You gonna come back to my spot?" Uh, and so yeah, they came back, and then her battle like left. And it was me and her. So I think we fucked two, maybe three times at deployment. But the walls were so thin. So my damn, um, my platoon sergeant, he, uh, of course, he heard. I mean, of course, I would hear him having conversations with his wife. His walls were so damn thin and shit on Skype or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. Did I, oh, I think that either the, did I even fuck her all the condom broke? I don't know. But either way, I was like, oh, shit. I was paranoid as fuck. Paranoid as fuck. So I hollered at Doc. I was like, Doc, I need the penicillin shot, which they call a peanut butter shot. And he was like, got you, man. It, it'll take out everything but AIDS. <laughs> I was like, damn. AIDS and herpes. Um, And so... Before I went on the mission, he uh, he hooked me up. 10-gauge needle in my right shoulder. And that motherfucker, that was so much pain, it dropped me to my knee. And I was in so much pain, like, I had to lay in the back of the MRAP while my sergeant, he was TCing the vehicle. And I was like, yeah. So, um, yeah. 
And then it was funny because I, uh, oh yeah, because my roommate he was like he was uh, he was on leave, so I used that took that uh, took advantage of that, and I think him and her ended up fucking when we got back to the states, uh, but oh man, I ended up having her come over to my apartment, and um, my room he was there. Yeah, my roommate and right was my roommate back in the spring at Fort oh yeah at Colorado Springs Fort Carson. And I think he said he tried to like text her and me or something on two other occasions. I like, weren't answering. It's like, what's going on? But yeah, yeah, me and her ended up fucking one, I think once when we got back. So yeah, yeah. So those were the three times I had sex on deployment. And on that note, the time is 2200 hours and 55 minutes.